Masters of Jaguars football. The Saints stay alive, pending the extra point by John Kearney. And he missed. No! Oh my God! How could he do that? It is Monday, December 9th. This is Jaguars Happy Hour. Jaguars Happy Hour is presented by Jet Home Loans. And now, the broken bones that St. Paul is referring to, J.P. Shadrick. Welcome in. Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans. J.P. Shadrick, Tony Vaselli, Pete Prisco. In the aftermath of a 45-10 loss to the Los Angeles Chargers, five consecutive losses for the Jags. Here's what's coming up in the program today. We'll recap that ball game, of course. The defense seems like it's done. There's no offensive magic, even with Minshew. We're going to open NFL Draft Talk tonight. Officially, the Jags are eliminated from postseason contention. Social media questions. are they really? Yes. Social media questions, AFC South breakdown, and we'll go around the National Football League. Gentlemen, good afternoon, Tony. How are you, sir? Well, uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm, Pete, how are you, it sir? Depend, it depends what part of life, my life you talk about. Like, overall, like, <laughs> life's good. My football life right now, not so good. Uh, I'm great. I'm fantastic. Well, because uh, you, no lo- you, have, you have no loyalty to anyone but yourself. True, true. That is true. So it's hard to be bad as long as you're no. doing good. As long as good. everything's going good for me and my wife, I'm happy. Yeah, yeah you're correct. Right. Yeah, um, Tony, that is the worst football team I've ever seen right there for a five-game stretch. Well, I don't know. Maybe since 1986 because it's the first team since 1986 to lose five straight games by 17 or more. Yeah, who was the last team to do that? That was Tampa the, Bay Buccaneers. Um, 86 bucks. Who were, weren't very good either. But it's the worst Jaguars team by far. Well, yeah. I mean, if your expansion team, if you played them, would be favored by a touchdown. It's uh, shocking. It is shocking how bad they are. And I, I mean, I, it's painful to say because I obviously love the team and love the franchise and all that and, and friends on, in the building. But they're bad. I mean, there's no two ways about it. They are a bad football team right now. And they're as the, we sit here right now, they are the worst team in the National Football League. Yes, that was going to be my. Are thought. they worse than the Bengals? Yes, Bengals are hanging in games. Yes, they are, Tony. Dolphins are Dolphins are hanging in games. The Giants, we'll see tonight, but they're hanging in games. They got a quarterback. The Redskins hung around a little bit with the Packers on the road yesterday. If this Jaguars team went to play Rodgers and that gang. In Green Bay, 45-7. Yeah, we are. Yep, that's fair. Phillip and Rivers the sad a- thing about it is they are the worst team in the league, but they have no chance to get the top overall pick. None. Even if you guaranteed three straight wins, which somebody said you did, no, um, I, do. I never, have no chance. I, I never guaranteed three straight wins. We're going to win three straight? You guaranteed seven straight. I got a text. I got a text from somebody that said you locked the last three three games. That's not accurate. I've not locked anything. I said they would not win again if they continue to play this way. Well, you don't have to. By the way, you don't have to put that little qualifier on the end of it. Okay, they I'm just saying not, they will not win again. Is what just you could stop right there. Okay, fine. That's fine. I, I'm not going to argue that. I never. Whoever told you that lied. 
that said I've locked in. I got little birdies in Jacksonville that, you know, they chirp. Well, they can chirp all they want. They're chirping crap in your ears what they're chirping. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I'm allowed to say that word, but I just did. You just did, didn't you? So we we all are in agreement right now that they are the worst team in the National Football League right now, as they are right now. Yes. 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 Wow. Well, how I, did they get here? I mean, so how, I, I mean, I want to argue that point. You like, can't. Like, I'm not sure. There's, you can't argue that point. They, they're, so they've been blo- 174 to 57 is the score of the last five games. Here's a better question because now the season's over. So who cares what the records are anymore? Some would argue you'd be better off having the worst record in the NFL at this point to get the yes. one, number one overall pick. Um, yes. Can't get the, to that though. It, why can't you, Pete? Because the, ba- the worst that the Bengals would be would be four, and they beat the Bengals. No, the right? Bengals could lose the next three, and they oh yeah four. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So they can. Um. Pete uh, and the Bengals aren't winning three straight, so it doesn't matter anyways. They play New England this week. Yeah, they're not winning no. three straight. Uh, here's a better question, and I don't know if we can do it on the radio or not because I I mean it would have be it would be tough to do player by player. Is it the worst roster in the NFL? Well, look, you could start with the quarterback and compare him to who's playing for the teams right now, right? He, they're not – the Minshew is not better than Ryan Fitzpatrick right now. He's not. Okay. He's, he's not better than Andy Dalton right now. Okay. He's probably better than Dwayne Haskins right now or as good. So we're going through the worst teams. These, these are the worst teams. Okay. Is he, is he better than Eli Manning or Daniel Jones? No. Okay. So you start at that position. The only one that's there is that puts you into conversation with the Redskins. Is so the Jacksonville you, offensive line better than Washington's offensive line, Tony? I haven't done the Redskins this year. It's they're okay. They're not good up front. They don't have a lot oh, of weapons. I, I, actually, up front. I did the Redskins against the uh, Vikings earlier. They weren't bad. They weren't terrible. Yeah, they're all right. They're all right, but not much difference. Yeah, I mean, nothing. Yeah. Okay. All right. Then uh, they're running sk- game. Peterson is not better than Fournette. What about Geis uh, is hurt. He's Geis. hurt again. Okay. He's hurt again. Uh, McLaurin is good, but he's not better than Chark when he's on the field. So are the are the receiving core equal to each other? No, the Redskins are worse, I think. Okay. Tight end. And def- I don't care. I don't care who they have at tight end. They're better. Um, the defense. The defense is much better in Washington. Probably at every level. Yeah, they had like Dags had six or seven undrafted guys on the field at one at every level yesterday, including Boye and, and Avery. But yes. Well, and here's the thing with that: there's only two injuries on the defense, so it's not like these are guys that are playing because they have all these injuries. Mm-hmm. And no, it's Jack. Who are the injured guys? Jack and and Harrison. Well, and he's he wasn't that good, anyways. And he's apparently coming back this week. And Jack Still wasn't playing very game. well. Um, so it might be the worst roster. Well, defensively, it's certainly the worst roster. You have two major assets, like we always talk about, in Allen and in Gakwe. And Calais is a shell of himself now. And Boye's okay. The rest of it is a bunch of, who are you? And you paid one Am of I those. Wrong? And, they, and you paid a lot of money for one of those who, who are you's right now. Well, one of the injured guys, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Jack. I mean, it's, 
it's not a good it's 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 not a good situation at all. Period. Pete, how did and that's how the they, other how, thing we were talking about before the show, Tony? Is it the worst situation in the league right now? Well, I think it's tough to overcome the situation. It'd be the worst situation in the NFL as long as the Redskins and Daniel Snyder are involved. And Bruce Allen. Yeah, I mean, as long as long as I mean that group's kind of doing what they're doing. I think you're safe to say it's really. It's like, are you thirty first? Way, way to aim high, Tony. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I mean, Pete, you you cover the league as much as anybody. Do you disagree? With yeah, that? I mean, I would take Sean Conn over Daniel Snyder any day. Any, but well, I would take Sean Conn over the Bengals. A lot of owners, but yeah, yeah, but that's, any so owner. he's not the issue. It, that's not the issue. But from a football standpoint, Bruce Allen isn't better than anything they have there. But that's not saying much. The other thing is, but here's the other. Me and JP were talking about this. They at least have a young quarterback they really like that they drafted in the first round. Now, whether he's playing to that level, who knows? But that's a guy they they clearly drafted him with an eye on being the franchise quarterback. Jacksonville spent, and he's cheap. Jacksonville spent all that money on a guy they thought would be a franchise quarterback, and they sat him down. Well, and that's the tough thing is, I mean, you. Ha- I'm not saying you're in cap hell or anything or cap jail as a team, but it's not a great cap situation here either. I mean, you're going to have to let it go a lot of guys. A lot of defensive guys from a defense that's not playing well to begin with. Because you can't afford them. Um, how do we – How do, Pete, I mean, I'm going to ask you because I think sometimes for JP and myself and other people uh, on the Jaguar network that are around it, you can get too close to it and it's dangerous because you either can be blinded or be overly negative. Like, either of those are real possibilities when you get really close to something. I mean, I think it's human nature. I think we've tried to be pretty balanced and pretty, uh, you know, fair about of how we do this. But, Pete, from the distance, I mean, you, you, sit, and, you sit and cover the entire league. You sit in Fort Lauderdale and you kind of, at CBS, and you're, you're, you see a wide spectrum and you hear things and you know things and you talk to people. How did this team get here? How did it become – we just went through – and let me just recap what we said. We said it probably is the worst or one of the worst – let's not forget worst because it's hard. That's, you're splitting hairs at the bottom. It doesn't matter. But one of the worst rosters in the NFL. Correct. And how did, how did that happen? Well, it starts with 2017. Go back to what me and you always say, Tony, being an aberration. That was an aberration. And you say it all the time. I say it all the time. You're going to have that season where the ball bounces your way. Two quarterbacks in your division don't play. Um, you, you get all those things go your way. And that season, they weren't. Then they got the playoff game in Pittsburgh. They played well. And, and quite okay. frankly, they played well. Uh, okay, I get it. But, but you're not you you're not telling go, me how we got here. I mean, because okay, we're, well, we're, 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 so we're talking. Hold on. But forget about the aberration. We're talking about. Now we're just talking about players. I mean, how did, as, as a team... Okay, of, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to okay. move from that aberration to how it happened. They bought in the Bortles, and he was a mirage, right? So you pay Bortles, and you keep Bortles, and that prevents you from getting a quarterback for the future. A, you had a lot of veteran free well, agents let, let's on stop. Let, let's stop there real quick, Pete, because I'm not sure Bortles was a mirage. Because when did we ever say... On, he was a rookie in 14, 15, or 16. Did, at any point during those times, did we ever think that he was a guy that you could win a championship with those first three years? No, but, but when okay. they paid him, they clearly thought that. Okay, okay, they did. Okay, keep going. 
All right, so that prevents you from doing some of the things you need to do. A, you didn't draft a quarterback. B, so then you're in quarterback hell when he plays like he normally plays, when everything around him isn't falling into place. The defense, the two safeties were older free agents that you signed. They had they started to decline. Off they go. Malik Jackson, when you signed him, that was a good signing. By the end of it, was it a good signing? No. Off he goes. And now you look around. Telvin Smith left. Not that he was a great player after Paul Pozlozny left, left, Paul Pozlozny left. Then what do you have? You have Holt linebacker. Then all of a sudden your draft picks, which you, you thought were great. Look, Jalen Ramsey, great player. Look what happened. Miles Jack, you thought you stole him in the second round. Now you don't think you stole him in the second round. So you start, you know, looking, comparing to the defensive players to the draft picks that are blown. All of a sudden your defense is a disaster. Clayus Campbell, age, prepped in. Big problem. He's starting to show it. So that's why the defense is where it is right so now. So let I want to just break down, and then you can go to the offense. And so basically is what you're saying is you built a defense. You missed on draft picks on defense, and you built it through free agency, which is a short window, and you age quickly and create cap issues. And Correct. Now, you, now you're sitting there paying the price for a missing draft picks and paying for paying too much for – not paying too much. You always do, but just going trying to build through free agency. Is that Correct. Not, okay. not paying your that's draft accurate. picks. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's it. That's it. On the offensive side of the ball, you what happened was is you decided you were going to draft a running back fourth overall. There's your first first and foremost. That's your number one problem. And why did they draft a running back running back fourth overall, Tony? Because they thought they had Bortles. If they don't believe in Bortles and, and they don't get caught up in all that, they don't sign them to the long-term deal, and they probably draft Mahomes or Watson in that spot. And suddenly now you look at the franchise and you go, okay, they still might have an aging defense, but now they have a quarterback who could carry them through that aging defense. And so I think that was part of the problem. Who, whoever in that building, and I have an idea who it was because I know his history, whoever in that building wanted to draft Leonard Fournette, this is not an indictment of Leonard Fournette because I think he's turned things around. He's become a better player and he's become a much better person. But you don't draft that running back at four when you have an opportunity to get a quarterback. There's the problem on offense. Who was it, Pete, then? It was Tom. It was clearly Tom. I mean, I can go back and, and reference Curtis Enos. And, and you know, they, years ago, they were going to draft Curtis. What was Curtis Enos? He was a big physical back who he thought could come in and pound the football. He didn't get him. He was furious that he didn't get him. What was Leonard Fournette when he drafted him? A big, powerful back. That's why he drafted him. Yeah, but I mean, I think I mean, listen, it does. And ultimately, since Tom's been here, we don't need to know whose decision it was because at the end of the day, he has to sign off on all decisions. He's the boss, and so um, that's just that's reality. But Pete, this goes beyond just the seventeen draft. I mean, that's just three years ago. Your foundation is built; it's supposed to be built. You're supposed to have depth. Because over you keep draft picks for you sign them the second deals you you know so the draft is supposed to build you you know at least a handful of guys over six seven eight years right yeah that's why you have to go out in free agency and sign these guys because so, your draft didn't work out right and so I just want to make sure I mean well since I mean at the end of the day since Tom's been here it's his responsibility that's the way it is. But okay, I, let's go, Tony. Let's go through Tom's first draft was twenty seven, seventeen, seventeen. Okay, Fournette four overall. That's not a good pick. Pretty good player, but not a good pick in that spot. Cam Robinson 
second round, that's a terrible pick right now. Smoot, third round. He's eh, a ba- he's a, a ba- he, he's a backup. D.D. Westbrook in the fourth round. He's your third receiver right now. That's not a bad pick, then. I'll take that. But the rest of that draft, terrible. I mean, okay, but here's the problem. Here's where you run into your problems, and you you you're spot on with this. They drafted well in 14, except for Bortles. There's Mark Both. Easley. You can't count on a guy getting hurt. Allen Robinson, they let go. Well, so I like I thought about that the other night watching Allen Robinson. I did the Bears, the Bears Chicago, uh, the uh, Bears Cowboys game, and I'm like, here's a number one receiver on a team that. Went to the playoffs last year, is in the wild card hunt right now with a okay quarterback, but he's the number one guy and is a good player. And we drafted him. Did they not offer him something, though, before he left? I, I mean, did, I've, I've heard – well, and I've heard all kinds of different things, and I don't know what's right or wrong, but some people say – and, again, this is hearsay, so I, I'm – you know, but we're on a radio show, that's what you do, right? So what happens here? Is that he didn't want to play with Blake. That he didn't like, he wanted to go. Well, he ended up with Blake no, from, he, from no, Chicago. Be careful what you wish for. You got right. your biscuit. Um, now, whether that's true or not, but the bottom line is there's a guy that we drafted that's a good player, no longer here. But you go Wait, for the other one, Tony. I'm going to give you this one. This is a perfect example of how you get into trouble. They used a second round pick on Jonathan Cyprian in 2013, they used a fourth round pick on James Sample. In 2015, when you go into 2017, those two are supposed to be your starting safeties. When you draft them, where you drafted them, and instead they had to go in and spend money on Gibson and Church because they didn't have safeties because those two guys didn't work out. That's how you get into trouble. That's exactly right. Because the guy now Sip is is I think he's is he still at the Eagles, Pete? No, his third or fourth team. Back, yeah, yeah. yeah. Samples, I don't think, in the league. Yeah, he got hurt early, remember? He was never camp. in the league. I mean, yeah. so, I mean, this is this is the problem. And now the good news is, the bad news is you have some cap issues, but you can fix that. The other piece of bad news is you have a lot of holes to fill. Mm-hmm. The good news is you have a lot of drafts, picks, coming up. You have two right, first-rounders. First round, you have four first-rounders in the next two years. But you got a hit. and. I mean, this is it's all over the internet, and, and you know, since Jalen's been traded, you know, the Rams have more first rounders on their roster than we do. Who's the best draft pick of the Coughlin regime? Um, I would have to say uh, DJ Chark. You know, who else it might be from value standpoint. Who's Hunter? Oh, boy. <laughs> Oh, great. Oh, boy. On that note. Well, he, picked the, it, he picked it his seventh round. It doesn't matter, round. Pete. Uh, if we're going to start talking about punters as uh, being our best players, we should then just quit. God. Let's come back. Uh, on that note, <laughs> we're taking a break. Uh, we'll uh, get into this Jaguars defense because we must. They, um, they were dominated yesterday by the Chargers. We'll recap it a little bit coming up. Your social media questions in the second hour tonight. It's Jaguars Happy Hour, presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network.
Did you hear? The last two years, the Jaguars returned a punt for a touchdown, earning local families $100,000 towards a DreamFinders home. Lauren Brooks here, letting you know that could be you this season. Visit any DreamFinders Homes model and register to win the Take It to the House promotion for your chance at scoring $100,000 towards your DreamFinders home. DreamFinders Homes, homes built to fit your lifestyle. There's a new player in town. Leica Mobile is the official mobile network provider of the Jaguars. With prepaid phone plans starting at only $19 per month, you can enjoy unlimited nationwide talk, text, and data, even unlimited international calls to more than 70 destinations. Make the call and switch to Leica Mobile today. For a limited time, participate in a sweepstakes to win free Jaguars tickets or the grand prize, flying on the Jaguars team charter to Atlanta for the Falcons game December 22nd. For the official sweepstakes rules, terms, and conditions, visit jaguars.com slash Mobile. Any repeated physical activity puts stress on the body. Checking your phone, getting in the car, sitting at your desk. Checking the phone, getting in your car, sitting at your desk. Checking your phone for the 50th time today. If you do anything with regularity, you should get massaged with regularity. Massage Envy. Keep your body working. Regular body work makes the body work with massage, skin care, and stretch. Come in today for more information or visit MassageEnvy.com for more details. The Build for the Holidays sales event is here, and so is our best offer of the season, 20% estimated savings on select Ford models. Stop by your local Ford dealer to see how Ford is built for the holidays. Eligible in select 2019 model year vehicles. Vehicle must have arrived at dealer at least 61 days prior to the sale date. Estimated savings include an average dealer discount based on a sales survey of average discounts offered by Ford dealers nationally. Discount may vary. Dealer determines price. For all offers, take new retail delivery from an authorized Ford dealer stock by 1-2-2020. See participating dealer for complete details. You've reached the Rookie Support Hotline. This is Peyton Manning. Your commitment to keeping Sunday laundry-free is truly inspiring, and Tide is committed to your commitment. You're making the world a better place for our rookies one week at a time. They grow up so fast. Remember, there are plenty of other days of the week, and Tide is America's number one detergent for all of them. If it's laundry night, it's got to be Tide. Jags fans, TIAA Bank is ready to be your home team for home lending. Whether you're looking to buy a new home or refinance your current one, we have the nationwide expertise in competitive rates, along with a wide range of mortgage solutions to help you achieve your home lending goals. Team up with a TIAA Bank mortgage expert today. Visit TIAABank.com slash lending team. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, Equal Housing Lender, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. one of those things where I don't look for that you know what I'm saying I don't I don't go and search for that you know I just figure it's it's um, you know I always look at it as a privilege to be able to be in a position like this and you know eventually if you you know you don't win enough games and they think it's better to go with someone else then then obviously that's 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 out of my hands so I just keep doing the best job I can and just keep fighting and um, it is what it is Head coach Doug Marone yesterday after the Jaguars lost to the Chargers. Welcome back, Jaguars Happy Hour. J.P. Shadrick, Pete Prisco, Tony Baselli joining us again. What do you mean? I 
Well, you're here. welcome back, Tony. Glad right you can make it. Glad you can make it back. What are you talking about? I was sitting what, right that's there. That's the best, best two minutes of the show is when he's not around. I was, I, I was he, talking. He I was threatened talk- to not come in today. Yeah, I almost didn't come. I, I was uh, talking to your old, uh, your old Times Union uh, partner, Johnny O, Mister P- uh, Ponytail, John Osher, Mister Positive. And, and, and even he can't be positive. Oh, no he was, He's been out of control, <laughs> negative lately. I mean, how could you not be though? I mean, oh, realistically, I would be. Tony, at least, I asked hey, JP but, this. Before the show, I'm going to ask you, how many people were really there? Give me a guesstimate. Let's see if you and JP agree. I thought 38. Oh, you're you're way over where JP thought it was. I thought it was 38 to 40, if I was being honest. I mean, what was that, what was that, about 20, 25 feet? That's where about yeah. what I said. There was, it, was, it was more than 25. It was 38. Tony, Tony counts seats as people now. No, 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 because you have to count all the standing area and everything else because they have a bunch of uh, the bud zone. They have, I, I bet you it was – I bet you, I, we can go find out. They'll tell me. It was 38 to 40. It was. It looked. I'm going to tell you. It looked terrible on TV. It was terrible. Let me tell you. Well, 38 to 40 doesn't look quite look that bad. Yes, it does. In it, a stadium that holds 68. Yes, it does. They've had 38 to 40 in that stadium before. And we just saw it again. Pete, talking about I stadium. Think you saw, I, I'm, I'm leaning more toward JP's number. Okay, I'll go find out. Does it really matter? No, just I'm not going to talk about it on the air, but I'll call Pete after the show. Does it really matter? Though? Yeah, because I want to fight Pete. I want to be right. That's great. But hey, Pete, talking about that, no, it does not. Thank talking you. Talking about empty stadiums, Pete. I did Thursday yeah. night in Atlanta on Thanksgiving. Terrible. Another it one. was half. <laughs> I mean, there was nobody there. Nobody there. And that's like, usually a rivalry game with a lot of Saints fans there. It was empty. No, you know who were the only people were there were Saints fans. It was louder when the Saints did something positive than when the uh, Falcons did something positive. I'll be honest with you. I think the NFL has an – not just the NFL, but I think football has an attendance problem. Uh, really? I don't know. Because you say well, that – Here's being... why. Because it's a TV game now. Well, but here's the thing. You watched Buffalo yesterday? There wasn't a seat. Right. When you're winning. Aside from when you're really winning, I'm talking about. So where, where else like, – like, uh, like I looked at the college football – Play, the playoff games, the, the the championship games, there were empty seats almost in every one of them. Well, the, I think even the, the SEC game then. No, the SEC was packed. No, it's, it's always sold it's out. packed. The problem with those is it's last minute, and you have to get in like in Northern California, which is not a rich you know uh, a rich college football tradition place. You had to get the home teams to travel on a Friday night with five days notice, six days notice. So it's hard. Like I guarantee, I'll bet you anything, Pete. Next year, when they start the Pac-12 championships in Vegas, I bet you that place is packed. Because it's easier to get to from California. It's or, easy to get there. It's there's you well, know, good. The Sun Devils will get there. They'll have an easy way to get there. That's going to be easy for them next year. But also, and like, like if you look at the NFL, I do Thursday nights every week, obviously. And like, so what did you do last? You did the game last week. Yeah, where was I? I can't remember. Oh, Chicago packed. Yeah, that's packed. I went to Cleveland when they were four and six packed now houston houston colts two for for first place three quarters it was like empty seats everywhere at kickoff so it's like it's, it's weird there's certain teams weird. The, yeah. the legacy teams will sell their seats the newer teams might not but you look at last night the they don't have the generations of fans built up well and all that but you say that seattle is packed every week they win right the Rams last night in L.A. Did you see that game? It was packed. Yeah. Was it packed? Yes. 
didn't look like it was packed. Well, the TV shots of the lower part looked packed. I didn't see the higher part. And I bet you there were a bunch of Seattle fans in there too. But like, so you're, I'm not saying you're wrong, Pete. Like there's a handful of markets that like, wow. If you're not winning. Well, like, yeah. Like Arizona is one of those markets when they win, they sell out yesterday. They had, a, they were full of Steeler fans. So my buddy went to my buddy. Who's a Steeler fan went to that game. I talked to him today. He says 80 to 85% of the fans in Arizona were Steeler fans. He says, I've never yeah. seen anything like it. It was incredible. I just, you know, in Jacksonville, like, that has to be concerning to Shad when you look up and you sure. see that many empty seats. Because, you know, as you know, it's not just the, the revenue. It's the it's it's not just the ticket. It's, it's it's the concessions, the parking, all of it. It's everything. So now the, it being such a great product on TV, obviously, you know, that affects it a little bit. But I think the biggest thing that affects it is when you don't win. You can't blame the fans. I can't blame the fans for not going. I think I heard you say on the radio this morning, there were no Charger fans because they don't have any. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a bad, it was a bad, there was no juice in the stadium at all yesterday. Which That's about the third or fourth time you've said that this year too, by the way. It was, it was just, but the team doesn't do anything to bring it out. I mean, when you lose five straight by 17 points, uh, plus points, uh, and uh, if you look at the average, it's they are losing by an average of more than twenty points. A Correct. Game. Yes, they're losing by more than twenty points a game for five straight games. Who? who uh, how many people will be there for the finale? Friends and family. It's, it's Christmas weekend, right? It's, it's the week after. after. Yeah. Yeah. Right I mean, it's a holiday week, though. Yeah. I mean, the only thing that could save that game is. It's the last time you'll get to see a team until next, you know, summer. So, may, well, I nah. think the, I think the fans are so upset right now here that they're ready to say, we'll see you next summer. I, I agree with you. I think this is as angry a fan base as I've seen since I lived there and covered that team. Yeah. It's the worst. And the right. reason I say that is the young kids that were – Young, when you guys were playing, Tony, they're the diehards now. Those guys are tired of it. They're oh, tired I'm, of it. And they're vocal, and they're tired of it. And, like, my boys are huge Jag fans, and they wore me out after the game yesterday. I'm like, listen, don't – like, I don't need to be yelled at by you. Or, <laughs> I, like, it's like <laughs> – I get it. Hey, it was tell bad. Them send it, tell them to send in to something on uh, Twitter. And we'll, no. me and oh, we'll get it right in there. No, 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 no. We'll no. get it right in no, there. No, 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 no. They're, they're banned. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, if they want their car payment. boys. If they want their car payment made and they want rent paid, they will not do anything like that. Come Otherwise, on, the Sully boys. Let's get us one. Remember one Come year on. when his daughter called in? Remember yeah. that, Pete? Yeah. A couple yeah. years ago? Yeah. Well, yeah. no, we need the Vaselli boys to send yeah, the, in the Twitter. The girls can call in. They're very nice. They're kind. They're dad. Well, they love their dad. I want I want the mean chip off the old block Vaselli boys to give us a little question or two. But you know they got an attitude. If they're anything like you, they have an attitude. Yeah. I th- I don't have I think I'm very I'm very kind of I'm kind, mellow. Mm. Mellow? I'm a, I'm a, even that's, demeanor, that's not your rep- even keel, even keel demeanor. Reputation on this show, I can promise you. You never get uh, your never, never get raise angry. your voice. Never raise my voice. You're just calm, never. cool, and collected. Never get bothered by All anything. Pete never bothers you. No, Pete. Pete oh come on, now. Pete cannot that's get unbelievable. 
Uh, we're back in a moment. We'll get to you when we talk defense. Ooh. When we come back. <laughs> that'll oh. test that'll test mean, my even keel e- demeanor. I mean defense. There is no D in defense. It's been bad. And it got worse yesterday, and we'll get to it when we come back. It's Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network. Here, the last two years, the Jaguars returned a punt for a touchdown, earning local families $100,000 towards a DreamFinders home. Lauren Brooks here, letting you know that could be you this season. Visit any DreamFinders homes model and register to win the Take It to the House promotion for your chance at scoring $100,000 towards your DreamFinders home. DreamFinders homes, homes built to fit your lifestyle. Kessler Creative, proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, has the large format printing services running in high gear, creating large banners for marketing events, full vehicle wraps. Learn how Kessler changes the game with print and direct mail innovation. From eye-catching restaurant menus to real estate yard signs and event displays, Kessler does it all. Kessler Creative, Jacksonville, Florida. Results-driven marketing and a proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hi folks, Frank Franzi here for the best barbecue in town. That is Bono's. Head to Bono's today. 15 locations on the First Coast and six more at TIAA Bank Field. You see, Bono's is the official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. You want great barbecue, you want Bono's. Plenty of parking, clean family restaurants, and oh, by the way, the best barbecue you have ever had. So if you want great barbecue, head to Bono's today. The official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Built for the Holidays sales event is here, and so is our best offer of the season, 20% estimated savings on select Ford models. Stop by your local Ford dealer to see how Ford is built for the holidays. Eligible in select 2019 model year vehicles, vehicle must have arrived at dealer at least 61 days prior to the sale date. Estimated savings include an average dealer discount based on a sales survey of average discounts offered by Ford dealers nationally. Discount may vary. Dealer determines price. For all offers, take new retail delivery from an authorized Ford dealer stock by 1-2-2020. See participating dealer for complete details. Are you suffering from shoulder pain? If you have clicking and popping in the shoulder joint, persistent pain that intensifies with use, an inability to lift your arm over your head, or a tingling, burning sensation in the shoulder, elbow, or wrist, waiting to see a doctor could make your injury worse. Baptist Health and Jacksonville Orthopedic Institute have innovative and effective treatment options available right now to relieve your pain and restore your mobility. Don't wait. Call 904-JOI-2000. At Gate, when the Jags win, you win. This season, we're throwing it back to 1995 when it all began. Each time the Jags win, you can enjoy retro pricing on all 20-ounce Pepsis. So hurry into Gate the day after every Jaguars victory and throw back your favorite 20-ounce Pepsi for just 94 cents. Co-Jags. Gate, serving up more. Valid at participating North Florida Gate locations. Limit one per customer. We got whipped, you know? I mean, simple as that. And, uh, you know, I, mean, I feel like I ain't doing nothing. You know, I, I didn't, you know, make enough plays to give us a chance, you know, and, uh, you know, I mean, prepare hard, you, you know, you're doing everything you're supposed to do. And then you go out there and it just, 
you know, there's a transition on the football field and it's tough, you know, because, you know, we got a lot of pride in the playing staff, you know, and I mean, it took a big shot today. That, that one hurt, you know, I mean, just, you know, it feels worse than the other ones, you know. I mean, I don't even know what to say. Calais Campbell, Jaguars defensive lineman after the game yesterday. Jaguars defense struggled. What they lacked in run defense, they made up for by not being able to stop the pass either. And they struggled all day long against <laughs> Phillip Rivers, who had the highest passer rating in his 16-year career yesterday. Yeah, I mean, Austin Eckler looked like a Hall of Famer. Yeah, but he, here's the thing. Like, it wasn't like Phillip Rivers was great. We were just bad. Like, a lot of that goes to, like, Austin Eckler catching a wide receiver screen and taking it 75 yards on third and 10. And so, it's not like I sat there and watched Phillip Rivers like, oh, he was amazing. It's him hitting Hunter Henry down the sideline when no one's 35 yards within him. I mean, that wasn't like great quarterback play. That was just bad defense. I mean, that is guys not doing their job. That's guys being lost in the back half. But he threw a, a dime to Hunter Henry for about 35 yards that was dropped. I, I'm, not, I, Pete, I'm not saying he played bad. I'm just saying. I it was easy. I attribute that more uh, – I would just, uh, I would just say, like that's, like more on bad defense than you know great quarterback play. I mean, those are guys. I mean, those are simple plays that we did not defend. Who's responsible on that play right there? Can you tell? It's the linebackers. It's either and it was it's it's a sneak route. It's a naked bootleg right. They're going to sneak the the Hunter Henry out, and literally, you have both. Uh, Quincy Williams and and uh, Donald Payne chasing Donald Payne. ghosts. Like there's no one over there. There at one in that play, there were three or four Jags in the right side of the field with not one Charger, not one Charger it again. with it from the hash to the sideline on that side of the field. Everyone else was on the back side, and there was no Jaguars on that back side. Yeah. Well, look at this. The only, look the, at this. No, there's, a, there's nobody at, there. There's no one there. Yeah, Where are we going? Three defenders on the doing? wide side of the field. Yeah. Wow. Mm. I mean, it was as, and I want to be careful here because I don't want. I mean, it's so easy just to be so critical and and you know fire this guy, fire this guy, whatever. And I get. I've been in these situations as a player where it's just miserable and it's going the wrong way. I've never been on a team that's lost by this margin, this you know many games in a row. But I've been in a situation where it's just going against you, and it feels like you're digging a hole and you just can't get out. But what I saw on tape and the performance of our back half, and I'll just stick with the linebackers. I've I don't know if I've ever seen anything like that in the NFL. From a an assignment standpoint, from just a recognition. Of in doing your job, it's like, what, I mean, what are you doing all week? Well, and again, wasn't that the criticism of Quincy Williams early in the season? That's why I got sat down. I right? mean, look, I, I mean, listen, let's talk about Quincy Williams. I actually think Quincy Williams one day could be a like a solid pro, maybe a good. Pro. I agree. I agree. He's got the speed and the ability to become a solid pro. The guy was playing nickel corner last year in Division One AA college football. Like, the fact that we think that, like, as a 5'10", 
fast linebacker who is not afraid to hit, but has never played the position, played a different completely position in college, whether you want him to call him a nickel or a safety, whatever. And then we're going to bring him up and play and ask him to start at will linebacker for us. I, I don't understand that. Well, he I mean, clearly, they, he only played 35 snaps yesterday. Because he got benched at halftime because it was so bad. They, I mean, literally it was so bad he was, he, he was lost back there. Hmm. And not only that, and then Donald Payne, I mean, he's a guy, he tries hard, he works hard. He had a good game last week. He had a good game in the run game last week, but again, and the week before, and then he had yeah, struggled but, in the pass again. But he's, but both he, weeks. he's, he's not, he's a, he's not a big man. Like your your two linebackers, like are five ten each, five eleven. Maybe Donald Payne is, and they get overwhelmed. And then you're gonna ask Donald Payne to. I mean, it's just it's it is. And then you come off the bench with Calitro. Well, who else are you gonna play, Pete? Well, that's what I'm saying. There's nothing. There's it, nothing. It, the cupboard's bare. The be- you want me to go through, I'm going to go through the PFF grades. I, I, don't, even, I don't even care. They're bad. <laughs> no, 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 I'm curious. I want to hear if you, if you agree with them. Let's pick a few highlights. They said highlights. Jones played good. Avery? Yeah. Yeah, I thought Avery played well. Avery's a they- solid play. Like, Avery, to me, is if you can, get, if you can do, ask him to do what he did in 17, which is a rotational player, like, he's a good, solid football player. Like he's a guy Brian, like you you can win with with him on your team. They said Brian was okay in the pass rush and negative in the run defense. Yeah, he yeah, nothing. Calais and Unique got positive grades in pass rush. Would you say yes sir? I mean, I, I yeah, I guess. Calais I mean, had a sack and Calais uh, had a good twist game sack. He got a little bit of pressure. I don't remember Yon doing a lot. He got a, a couple he, of hits. Yeah, yeah. But the now fairness to Yon that you know, Philip gets rid of the ball quick, so it's always tough to get to him. Yeah, and and the two linebackers got terrible, terrible grades. Are we Herndon what, what, got a bad what, grade? What were uh, what were Clay's and Yon's grade in the run? Uh, negative for Yon and slightly above for. Clay. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I hundred percent agree. Okay, everybody else got pinged except for Wilson. Like, there's another guy. I think Jared Wilson is a solid, like. If he was your special teams guy and was your third safety, or maybe your second safety if you had a stud number one safety back there, like Jared Wilson is like a guy who shows up, works hard, like he's a solid guy. But like, like if he had, if he has like Ed Reed next to him, he yeah, would be fine. He'd be fine. Right, here's the grade I have: they gave up 525 yards to the Chargers. It, it was it's an, a, it's an F. No, no, it's not an F. It's an F minus. It's terrible. They they set Philip Rivers down after three quarters. That never happens in the NFL. Like this is this is a game. Like if you want to equate it to grades in school, like you just took a class and a bunch of classes in the semester, and it was so bad that the dean of the school called you in and said, "Listen, we're gonna have to ask you to leave. We need you to withdraw. Like you can't. We don't Bassani. want you a part of our university any longer." Tony, can I ask you a question? No, seriously. This is a dead serious question. There's got to be a way to figure out how, maybe this regime is gone, so it's not going to matter. Josh Allen should be on the field more than 36 snaps. I would be playing Josh Allen a lot more. I agree with you, Pete. I'm not sure what the rotation is there. Um, if nothing else, just to get him reps, to get him better, for get him ready for next year. Like Josh Allen's a big, strong guy. He needs to, he needs to work on his pass rush. 
He needs more reps at the pass rush. He's not because he's not natural at it. He uses his, his athletic ability, his strength, and everything else. He's a good run defender. I, I would play Josh Allen more as well. Okay, let me run down the defense real quick. Tell me who's starting next year. Avery Jones. No, here's a better question. Why don't you go through who's, and tell me in the, who, uh, which one of these guys are NFL starters in the league? Okay, Avery Jones. I think Avery's, Avery is a. I think he's starting next year for this team, and I think he's a rotational player on most teams. Like he's he's Taven, playing he's playing Taven, thirty snaps. Taven Bryant Taven Bryant, should be, Taven Bryant has gotten better be this year. Up. I'll give him credit. He has gotten better this year. He is strong. He's explosive. He is not an instinctual player. He should be a backup. He should be the you know you should be your second three that can come Rotation in guy, yeah. and make and and help. Calais Campbell for the right price based on I mean you can't pay him what his number is next year. I don't know what Calais wants to do, but if Calais was playing you know again your big end a rotational guy he's your starting end but he's going to play you know of sixty five snaps he's going to play thirty to thirty five. Like Clays is still productive. He's you know he's getting older. I think when he gets tired, he's on the ground a lot at times. But he is still. Um, I think he you know for the right price, but you can't pay him you know fifteen million bucks. Yannick Ngakwe. Like Yon's a good pass rusher. I still don't think Yon has been playing the run great, and I think that is a question you have to ask yourself on the style of defense you're going to play. Can Yon be your every down player? What's the, what style of defense are you going to play? I don't know. I don't That's know who's right. going to be here. That's right. Like, well, I, I mean, I, at should, times, shouldn't like, Yon and, and Allen be standing up both on the field at the same time? I think I think uh, Allen can play a defensive end, or he can play an outside linebacker. You know, in a three-four type of style. I mean, he's that. He's athletic. He's big. I think Yon. Could maybe be an outside linebacker in a 3-4. He's a good pass rusher. There's no doubt about that. The guy can rush the passer. But being a defensive end on an every down, like you really have to scheme him if you're the defensive coordinator if you're going to play a 4-3. All right, Quincy Williams and Donald Payne. No. Trey Herndon. I think Trey would be – he is a pro, works his tail off. I think you, in a perfect world, he's your fourth corner. Mm. Jared Wilson. Mm. We already talked about him. Mm. Wingard, no. No. A.J. Boye. A.J. I don't think he's playing very well right now. No, he's not. He had a bad game yesterday. And D.J. Hayden. D.J. Hayden is a very good nickel. Tough, tough, he's tough. Yep. He is a pro. I mean, he were, he, you want him on your team. I think he's your starting nickel next year. Now, now, the rest of these guys, Smoot, Spence, Jacobs, Calitro, Gilchrist, that's nothing. We just, Pete, we, this is, I mean, maybe it's I'm a being, bad, it's a now, bad team. Like in fairness to everyone, I'm sure people listening to this and if, you know, are, I'm probably not the most popular, you know, opinion right now I'm giving and maybe I'm too close to it, but I watch a lot of football. I watch tape of every team doing the national games and I'm just telling you, this is what I see. Let's come back. We'll uh, get into the offense and, yeah. and Pete, I know you've been waiting on draft talk. Well, the oh, wait is, the been, wait is I've over. I've been into that for the last six weeks with this team. The wait is over. The Jaguars. <laughs> you know when I have you know two draft picks. You know it's bad when I'm willing to talk draft and there's still three games to go. This is Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network. Did you hear? 
The last two years, the Jaguars returned a punt for a touchdown, earning local families $100,000 towards a DreamFinders home. Lauren Brooks here, letting you know that could be you this season. Visit any DreamFinders Homes model and register to win the Take It to the House promotion for your chance at scoring $100,000 towards your DreamFinders home. DreamFinders Homes, homes built to fit your lifestyle. There's a new player in town. Leica Mobile is the official mobile network provider of the Jaguars. With prepaid phone plans starting at only $19 per month, you can enjoy unlimited nationwide talk, text, and data, even unlimited international calls to more than 70 destinations. Make the call and switch to Leica Mobile today. For a limited time, participate in a sweepstakes to win free Jaguars tickets or the grand prize flying on the Jaguars team charter to Atlanta for the Falcons game December 22nd. For the official sweepstakes rules, terms, and conditions, visit jaguars.com slash Take home a delicious game day win with free delivery from Mellow Mushroom, powered by DoorDash. Their signature stone-baked pizzas, sandwiches, and Mellow Munchies are the perfect play to score big with your family and friends. Order online at order.mellowmushroom.com, and don't forget to follow on Facebook, where the Roar of the Jaguars will make a special delivery to one lucky fan during every away game. Place your order today and get the taste that's deliciously Duval. Proven IT implements a strategic game plan designed to streamline your business for maximum results. Make the winning choice with the official business systems partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Proven IT. Proven IT's technology experts use a customized approach to understand how to design, implement, and monitor solutions that optimize your business. Proven IT provides managed network services, document management solutions, office technology, voice and data solutions, and more. Visit ProvenIT.com to see how they can streamline your business. Proven IT, transforming workplace productivity. Jags fans, TIAA Bank is here to help you keep your money working hard week in and week out. Open a yield pledge checking or money market account today and start scoring some of the most competitive rates in the country. To see how we can fit into your financial game plan, visit a financial center near you or find us online at TIAABank.com slash Jags. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. You've reached the Rookie Support Hotline. This is Peyton Manning. Your commitment to keeping Sunday laundry-free is truly inspiring, and Tide is committed to your commitment. You're making the world a better place for our rookies one week at a time. They grow up so fast. Remember, there are plenty of other days of the week, and Tide is America's number one detergent for all of them. If it's laundry night, it's got to be Tide. Talking about the execution, I guess. You know, we was, you know, first drive had a little momentum where we were hitting, um, and then we kind of got off schedule. Um, had some tough third downs that we uh, didn't didn't convert, and um, you know, didn't stay on the field when we could have. Gardner Minshew, the second Jaguars quarterback, back in the starting lineup yesterday. JP Shadrick, Tony Baselli. We'll get back with Pete Prisco in just a few minutes. See. Um, We've covered the defense. Let's touch on the offense. That was the big change yesterday. Of course, Gardner Minshew back in the lineup. They had a 14-play drive to open the game with a field goal at the end. 3-0 Jags. And then 
it didn't really look great after that on offense. Well, and we talked about it. This team struggled all year with the red zone production. They're 30th or 31st in the NFL right now in uh, converting touchdowns once inside the 20. You know, I mean, Gardner's a rookie. And if you judged him based on saying this is like, this is like because he's played so much football now for us. Like if you would have said, if you would have picked Gardner Minshew in the first round, if he was like with the Daniel Jones or the, you know, the Haskins and that group, Kyle Murray, and you said, we took this guy at the end of the first or let's say early second or whatever, and you were getting this type of production where he won four games for you, you know, he's been rookie of the month, rookie of the week several times, you'd be like, hey, we got a guy who's progressing. And, like, we have a chance with our this quarterback. And so you have to try to keep that in mind. And I think overall, I don't think Gardner Minshew had a great game last yesterday. Watching the film, I think he missed some stuff. Um, I think he's a little bit quick in the pocket at times, but he's a rookie. Now, I think Gardner Minshew is going to get better. I think Gardner Minshew is really smart. I think he'll learn to see things better because he's a smart football player. And, and that's the typical pro- progression. He's a you know a good athlete. He has movement skills. Like my only question with Gardner Minshew is his arm strong enough to make all the throws in the NFL, and especially when you, like you're under pressure, can he you know make the off balance throws that are down the field? Can he drive it down the field? Because one thing we didn't see yesterday, we didn't drive anything down the field. Now I'm not saying that's because of Gardner Minshew. Maybe it wasn't called, but that's the only question with Gardner Minshew. But overall, if you look at it as a rookie, like Gardner Minshew's having a fine year. Like he's not the problem. Pete Prisco back with us now down in South Florida. But, Tony, there, too, he's too quick to get out of the pocket. Pete, I just said the same thing. My point was this, though. And I don't think you're on the line yet. If you would have drafted Gardner Minshew in the first round, so let's say he was part of the Haskins, and, and so you have a – like when you draft a guy in the first round or even early second, like you feel better about him at the start because, like you're saying, this is our guy. And so he has a longer rope. And what you see, you always believe the best in. That's human nature because you picked – that's your guy. Like, his year this year, you'd be like, hey, it's a good, solid year for a rookie. He's been Offensive Player of the Month, Offensive Player of the Week several times, won four games. Like, he's progressing. Like, like you, but, like, but he's a rookie. So you'd be like, all right, we have a chance with this guy because he's going to grow and progress. And I think Gardner's smart, and I think he has a chance. And I do think he leaves the pocket a little bit early right now. I don't think he sees it all the time. But what rookie does, Pete? They right. don't. You're right. And so the only question with Gardner Mitchell, in my mind, is his arm strong enough? And can he get a little bit stronger? Well, I That's mean, it. Drew Brees' arm got stronger as he got older. That was the question about Drew Brees when he came out of Purdue. Was his arm strong enough? Sure. But there were things yesterday that – made me start to question whether he could be the long-term guy. And what was that, Pete? Well, more of the pocket dilly-dallying, spinning around when there was okay. fan pressure. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to press you on this, and this is why. Because there was a guy two years ago that was picked that you thought was the best quarterback in the draft named Josh Allen. Correct. And after his rookie year, a lot of people said he can't he do did. it. And early this year, people were questioning can he be the guy? And the reason they question it, because it, does he see it? And he gets out of the pocket way too fast when he doesn't. What's the difference, Pete? 
Well, he's a good runner for one. But I agree with you. But Gardner Minshew is a pretty good runner so, too. Okay, but here's the reason Josh Allen did it in Buffalo, in large part: a because he was a rookie, but b because his line was terrible. Well, this it line, was awful. I, I don't know if is you this watched line awful. Well, it's not playing very well right now. Very good right now. So, how, but, but okay, because I'm going to ask you this: because you're the defender of all lines, is this line bad right now? Um, it's not good. It's not playing good. Now across the board. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they're not. I mean, I don't think it's a bad. I'd say it's an average offensive line right now. You might be kind. Okay, maybe I'm. I'm. I'm probably being nicer than I need to be, but I'll say average. You're always nicer than you need to be. Like the only reason Josh Allen got more, like you felt like that about Josh Allen. There's two reasons. One is he was a first rounder, and you loved him coming out. You didn't love Gardner Minshew. And two, he has a rocket arm. I give him that. And he's big. And he's big. All right, we'll okay. continue this discussion. Hold on. Hold that thought. Uh, hold, 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 hold please. Hold that thought. YouTube. We actually had too much holding yesterday. Let's use a different term. <laughs> yes, uh, stand by. We'll be back with you in just a moment. Uh, girls planning on trying out for flag football in 2020. Make plans to attend the Gatorade Junior Training Camp Tuesday, December 17th, 5 to 8 p.m. at the DreamFinders Homes Flexfield at Daly's Place. An individual skills camp led by Marcus Pollard. Open to the first 100. Register at jaguars.com slash prep. Second hour coming up is Jaguars Happy Hour, presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network. Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly. Did you hear? The last two years, the Jaguars returned a punt for a touchdown, earning local families $100,000 towards a DreamFinders home. Lauren Brooks here, letting you know that could be you this season. Visit any DreamFinders homes model and register to win the Take It to the House promotion for your chance at scoring $100,000 towards your DreamFinders home. DreamFinders homes, homes built to fit your lifestyle. At ViStar, we believe in better. And that means treating people better with friendly, personal service that's kept our members happy since 1952. A smile and personal greeting when you enter the branch, an online or phone chat for those quick questions, and a call center that's open every day. If you believe that great service is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Are you suffering from shoulder pain? If you have clicking and popping in the shoulder joint, persistent pain that intensifies with use, an inability to lift your arm over your head, or a tingling, burning sensation in the shoulder, elbow, or wrist, waiting to see a doctor could make your injury worse. Baptist Health and Jacksonville Orthopedic Institute have innovative and effective treatment options available right now to relieve your pain and restore your mobility. Don't wait. Call 904-JOI-2000. 
It's fourth and goal. Jacksonville and St. Augustine drivers are going for huge savings. It's the fourth quarter year-end sales drive at Jack Hanania's Chevy Buick GMC. Get in the game and save with year-end closeout pricing on all remaining 2019s and 2018. All backed by our exclusive lifetime warranty and one-year complimentary maintenance. Rush to Jack Hanania's Chevy Buick GMC. Online at JackHananiaChevrolet.com or JackHananiaBuickGMC.com. See dealer for details. For tile, wood, and stone, come to the nationwide low-price leader, Floor & Decor. The prices are the lowest you will find. Not only did we find lots of options, but we were like, oh my gosh, it's so affordable. It's affordable no matter what your budget. I saved a lot of money at Floor & Decor. We came in under budget. Way under uh, budget. Way under budget. It's really the best pricing. You're getting an incredible product for an amazing price. Why wouldn't you want to save money and make your house look great? I love to save money. Who doesn't like to save money? <laughs> Floor & Decor, two Jacksonville area locations. Or visit FloorAndDecor.com. I mean, it was mistakes all over the place, and you know that goes on coaches and players and everyone. So uh, we got to take a good look. We got you know three games left, and you know no one's coming to help us. And, you know everyone's playing. So I mean, we got to keep playing and find a way to get this thing done. But obviously, it's a you know it's a, a poor performance all around, starting with me, the coaches, and then obviously our on-field performance. Head coach Doug Marone yesterday after the Jags lost to the Chargers 45-10. The final second hour of Jaguars Happy Hour. Underway, J.P. Shadrick, Tony Baselli, Pete Prisco. Glad you're along with us. Plenty to get to, of course. Today, <laughs> we've covered the defense. And uh, hey, By the way, struggles. I heard that one ad where you can win a, uh, a spot on a team plane to uh, go to Atlanta. Yes. They might suit one of those guys up if they actually uh, can tackle. Wow. Wow. That's a cheap shot, Pete. Wow. That's a low <laughs> blow. Wow. It's funny, though. <laughs> I'm not laughing right now. Are we laughing? Yeah. No, I'm We're crying. I'm crying. <laughs> We've uh, touched on the offense a little bit. Not a lot today, but it's mainly the defensive uh well, we talked today. about we've talked about the line a little bit. Talked about Gardner Minshew. I mean, do you disagree with my my point about Gardner Minshew? No, Pete? no, Minshew's Minshew's been fine. It just I still have my reservations about. And you said it this morning on the show. Should they draft a quarterback? I mean, that's going to be an issue. Well, and what Mike and just so for those who don't listen to the award winning uh, Breakfast with Baselli, it's won many awards. Throughout, what, what the, throughout, the, of, throughout the country. What kind of awards? Well, the many. Just the many. Many many of them. Um, is <laughs> – you don't buy that? No, but go ahead. Uh, Make no, your point. No, yeah. you didn't win any awards, but go ahead. <clears throat> oh, maybe maybe that was just my daughter giving me yeah, – Did Angie give you one? <laughs> yeah, no, okay. not Angie. She's yeah. not a fan. <laughs> um, is I said that they, we were talking about, like, who do you draft? So you have two draft picks, and I said, well, it depends on where you draft. And they said, would you draft a quarterback? And I said, well, you're going to absolutely do your homework. And if you're – like, if you if you were drafted number two and you do your homework and the Bengals pass on Joe Burrows – I'm just using his name. I've only watched two games. But he's the number one guy right now in everyone's board. And you have him rated as a franchise quarterback who's a starter, all-pro level guy who can take you to the – Super Bowl, heck yeah, I'm taking him. 
Because I'm not convinced that I have that right now. You probably don't. And so, but I don't know if there's that guy. But I'm also understood. I I I've said it m- multiple times. Pete and I've talked about this. Like you have to have in the NFL, you have to have the guy who's, you know, calling the signals and pulling the trigger. He doesn't have to be top five, but he has to be in the upper half of the NFL that can win the game when it when you need him to. I'm talking about the quarterback. After that, you need big people, and I and it starts with your defense and offensive lines. After that, you need to corner will be the next highest. And where you look at this team right now, you need some linebackers. But I mean, you, you got to start with the big people. You got to solidify the offense and defensive lines. And I'm only adding linebackers in there. I'm not saying I'd use the first, you know, the first first rounder on them, unless you no, think, no. unless you think it's going to be Ray Lewis. But and he you, was a late first rounder. But you need guys in the linebacker position right now because you don't have anyone. You do not have a high-end linebacker. Now, maybe Miles can come back from injury. Maybe this year was an aberration. He just had a bad year. Who knows? Maybe if you move him to Will, he's better. I don't know any of that. He never played Will before. I agree agree with you. I'm just making out, putting out scenarios out there. But regardless, you need linebackers on this team. But you watch, you watch the 49ers, right? And then they granted they didn't have a good defensive game Sunday. No, they're bad. But their linebackers, Warner can fly and they found him from BYU and the kid they remember Quan Alexander they paid but he got hurt and they're playing Dak Greenlaw linebacker he's a blown up safety and they run to the football and they get to the football then you look around like other teams they find linebackers in the third fourth and fifth round that's where you find those guys I'm not yeah I'm not saying I'm not saying I would pick one of those in the first I'm just saying in the draft you need to address linebacker this year not saying in the first unless round. you have a special guy, unless you see a special guy like yeah. like the Bucks drafted. Okay, I'm going to ask you this: the Bucks Devin drafted White. Devin White. Would you have taken him in that? I wouldn't have. I don't think the value is there. In the top ten, no. He looked no, pretty good against the Jags me. last week. No, he's a very good player. Got a touchdown and a fumble recovery. He's a great player. I'm not saying this. But they, didn't they, if I'm not mistaken, they passed on. No, yeah, they passed on Josh Allen to take him. I don't know where did they pick before us or after us. I don't remember. I don't think before them, and, and I think they passed on them. Right. You don't so, pass on a pass rusher to take a linebacker. You I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't. But I'm might. with you, Tony. I'm in agreement with you. We've had guys that we have guys at our place that do mock drafts every week, and they put a receiver in there one day. And I, I told them, I said, no, 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 big and big. You got to go no. big and big. Yeah. And, and or if you find a corner, if you if you see a guy that's a shutdown corner, that in, let's say you're picking. Um, four or five or six, wherever we end up picking, and the highest rated player, and he's higher than any of the big people, is a shutdown yeah. corner. Okay, I'm okay, fine with that. that. Right. Like but you need big people. State. Yeah, but you need right. big people on this team, and you need big. Your defensive line is there's no depth, and you're you're still your. Here's the thing: your best defensive lineman is still Clay's Campbell, and he's aging. And so you have to well, replace. You, you know this, Tony. Aside from just big people, big people, the franchises, the way the game is played now, are built. Quarterback, guy who knocks the quarterback down, guy who protects the quarterback, the guy who knocks the quarterback's passes down, and the, now it's a five pronged approach because you got to have a big play receiver. So if you look at the Jaguars, do they have the quarterback position solved? No. no. Do they have the left tackle position solved? Mm, no. 
No. Do they have the pass rushing position solved? Maybe. Do they have the corner position solved? No. Do they have the big play receiver position solved? That one I give them with Chark. Yeah, I mean, Chark's so, a good player, and he's going the right. So out of those, out of those five spots, one is Chark. Yes. Two, if Josh Allen is what you think he is, and then Gakwe comes back, then yes. But other than that, the other three, no, absolute no's. Yeah, I mean, and it's not just. I mean, let's. I want to make sure. It to me, it is not just the pass rusher on the defensive line. You have to be able to stop the run. You I have agree. to. Yeah. You have to in this league. And I'll argue to the end of time. I know it's a passing league, but you have to run the ball in this league. You go look at the, the go look at the teams who are good this year. The Ravens they run the ball, not just with Lamar Jackson. Yes, he's a big part of it. They have a good offensive line. And they have good backs. The San Francisco 49ers, they run the ball. High formation. Kyle Shanahan, his whole offense and all the geniusness that everyone says how great he was, it was no different. When they had Matt Ryan and Julio Jones and Sanu, that team was built on running the ball inside, outside zone. That's what they did. They ran it with Tevin Coleman and, and Freeman. If you go look at the uh, uh, if you go look at the Saints. The Saints and Sean Payton, they run the ball. So the the common thing of those teams though, is that they have the threat and the ability to throw it too. I'm not saying you, you can't, can't just be a one dimensional no, no, run team. I'm, I'm agreeing. That's uh, what this team was. No, P, JP, you're not listening. I I started this whole conversation. You have to have a quarterback. Yes, I agree with that. Blake Bortles couldn't throw the ball, That's so right. there was no threat. Right. So, so that's a given. But you have to be able to run the ball, and you have to stop the run. You have to, because you can't get to passing situations if you don't stop the run. So the pass rusher is useless if you can't stop and, the run. And Tony, but one one thing that you see too is when a lot of times you'll find a guy and hit on him as a run stopper. We've seen that play out over the course of this. You know what I mean? Like a guy who didn't quite work out. Bulks up and he becomes a run stopper. I'm going to give you a perfect example. Mike Purcell, who's playing in Denver right now. Scrap heat pickup. Bulked up. Now he's one of the better run stuffers in the league. You you remember guys back in the day that used to do that? We used to see well, sure. who's the, the guy from Buffalo that did that. Um, bulked up to about three. Pat Williams. Not Pat Williams. but uh, Ted Williams. Well, Remember those guys? They did. They find him in like the fifth or sixth round. They fail at some place, bulk up, and become a big time run stuffer. The Jaguars don't have a big time run stuffer like that. No, no, no. And here's the thing: if you're going to run the ball, you have to decide what kind of running team you want to be. Like we've been saying this: like Leonard Fournette is a good downhill gap scheme runner. He's not a outside zone, inside zone guy. He's for sure not an outside zone. And so, like, he's effective. Like, he's having a good year. He's a good player. But you have to build your offense based on your personnel. And so if you're going to have him, you better have a big physical offense line. You better have a blocking tight end. You better have a fullback. We have no blocking tight end. We have no fullback. Have you, you done uh, uh, Denver at all this year, other than the game you guys did? Uh, yes, I did him against uh, uh, Kansas City. All right, David, linebacker named Alexander Johnson. He's Yeah, he's from Tennessee. Free agent. Well, but Zimmer's is a pretty good player. Yeah, but Pete, there's history there why he was a free agent. 
I know, but he's a good player. Though. I'm just saying, but there's risk there. I'm not saying he's. I'm just saying there's there's more, and I don't want to get into it because. But there's a backstory there that there's some risk with it. But Demario Davis, perfect example, third round pick of the Jets. They trade. He's fantastic for the for he's the Saints. Great, Pete. We're you saying can the find same those thing. Guys. I'm not, Pete. I never said draft a linebacker in the first round. No, I know you did. I'm, I'm just, just saying, saying you have to address you're in it. With me. Yes, you have to address it. But this game, this game. At the end of the day, at the end of time, the teams who can run the ball and stop the run win. As long as you have a quarterback. Like go tell me the go tell me the great receivers that the 49ers have. They have don't. Emmanuel Sanders who's coming off an Achilles tendon. They have guys. They have good guys. They're solid, but good players. Debo, Sam, Debo Samuels is emerging as a pretty good player. No, no Pete, I'm not saying they're, they're good, but they're not. They're not Julio Jones, and Odell Beckham, and DeAndre Hopkins, and AJ Green. They're just good players, but they can protect the quarterback. They can run the ball, and they have a quarterback who can operate and win games. Well, the latest mock draft, one of the latest mock drafts I see, has the Jaguars taking Isaiah Simmons from Clemson, who's a linebacker. I, I can't see that happening in that Well, spot. first of all, these, these mock drafts are stupid right now. They'll change 15 times. Some of these guys in the first 10 picks won't even get drafted to the fourth round. If the, and, then if they have to, and then the second first round, think about this, Tony. How much would you go? They have him taken – well, they have a cornerback. And, you know, the kid from uh, Alabama, Diggs, JP. Yeah. Hmm. But, Pete, do you disagree? I mean, that's the formula. Like, you look no, at – No, you got to build – you got to get big people. You have to. Like, I love like, the Saints. Everyone talks about the Saints. You know the Saints had the high, it was either the highest or second highest run percentage in the NFL last year with Drew Brees and Michael Thomas and all the weapons. They ran the ball. Mm-hmm. Sean Payton, one of the smartest coaches in the NFL, one of the best play callers, he understands you better be able to run the ball. You better control you the be line of scrimmage. You have to run the ball when you need to run the ball. That's it. You don't have to run the ball just to run the ball. You no, have I didn't say that. To, no, no, but sometimes people say, oh, you got to run them. You have to run the ball when you need to run the ball. Let's come back in a moment, shall we? Social media questions. And we're going to come back. I wanna, gonna be fun. Uh, yeah, and I want to say one more thing about what Pete just said. The Rams made a change on the right side of their offensive line. They were Actually, the whole line besides Whitworth. They were struggling. The reason they weren't scoring points is why, Pete? They couldn't run the ball at all, and it affected their entire passing game. They're now running the ball with Gurley. They're blocking people. They're protecting. It it slows down a pass rush, and now they're throwing the ball and scoring points. It's not that hard. Simple game. Simple game. We we complicate it because everyone gets enamored with all these guys that, that win fantasy football points. But who cares about fantasy football? Control the line of scrimmage. You're going to win football games. As long as you have... A up, up, uh, top 15 quarterback on your team. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly. 
Jaguars fans are gearing up and saving big at Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and Jaguars players you love. Shop the most trusted brands, exclusive designs by Fanatics, and autograph collectibles from today's biggest stars. Join Fanatics Rewards today and earn fan cash on every purchase. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. There's a new player in town. Leica Mobile is the official mobile network provider of the Jaguars. With prepaid phone plans starting at only $19 per month, you can enjoy unlimited nationwide talk, text, and data, even unlimited international calls to more than 70 destinations. Make the call and switch to Leica Mobile today. For a limited time, participate in a sweepstakes to win free Jaguars tickets or the grand prize flying on the Jaguars team charter to Atlanta for the Falcons game December 22nd. For the official sweepstakes rules, terms, and conditions, visit jaguars.com slash Mobile. This Jaguar season, how would you like an all-inclusive air-conditioned suite for your tailgate? Mike Dempsey here for Party Shack. It's a turnkey setup that means no prep on your end. You can host clients, staff, and friends to catered food sponsored by Publix with a full bar, top deck roof lounge, and best of all, air-conditioned comfort with two TVs in each suite. So take your whole office or group of friends to the top-of-the-line Jaguars tailgate experience. Book your company's Party Shack suite right now at jacksvillage.com. jacksvillage.com. It's fourth and goal. Jacksonville and St. Augustine drivers are going for huge savings. It's the fourth quarter year-end sales drive at Jack Hanania's Chevy Buick GMC. Get in the game and save with year-end closeout pricing on all remaining 2019 and 2018. All backed by our exclusive lifetime warranty and one-year complimentary maintenance. Rush to Jack Hanania's Chevy Buick GMC. Online at jackhanania.chevrolet.com or jackhanania.buickgmc.com. See dealer for details. Jags fans, fill your wallet with one debit card that screams Duval exclusively from TIAA Bank. The Jacksonville Jaguars Visa debit card comes with a fierce look and fantastic features so you can pay with pride wherever you go. And it's yours free when you open a Yield Pledge checking account. Up your financial game today. Visit a financial center near you or find us at TIAABank.com slash JagsCard. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSP, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's tough every week, you know, especially uh, on a lose streak down right now. You know, just knowing that uh, you got to restart from start over and come back with a uh, positive energy uh, and a positive mentality. You know, and uh, it's hard, you know, especially when you're having the same results that we are uh, that we have. Leonard Fournette, after the game yesterday, the Jags lost to the Chargers, 45 to 10. J.P. Shadrick, Tony Vaselli, Pete Prisco, Jaguars happy hour continues. It's not very happy right now. We might need to change the name of the show. I mean, somebody suggested Jaguars sad hour. Yeah. That's really creative. Thanks, Pete. Drinks might be served at some happy hour down the street. I didn't. Here. I didn't suggest it. I'm telling you what somebody on Twitter suggested. Oh, okay. Uh, let's. Uh, speaking of people okay, on Twitter, I'll, we're gonna go to Twitter in one second. Okay. I want 30 seconds to make one last point. Just can't to wait to hear. Hammer the point I was trying to make before, please. Because JP brought up the point, and he's not wrong that you have to be able to throw the ball to threaten to be able to have the threat of the throw to run the ball. Not 100% true. I, I agree in the most part. And I'll give you a perfect example. Everyone says you need receivers. You need the quarterback. You know, all, the, all these pretty toys. I like pretty toys. I do, th- And I think the quarterback is the one, again, play, position you have to have solidified. 
The Atlanta Falcons are one of the worst teams in the NFC. They have Julio Jones, top 10 pick, one of the highest paid receivers, mm-hmm. if not the highest paid receiver in football. Mm-hmm. They have Calvin Ridley, uh, first round pick. Yes. They have uh, Hooper. Deontay Freeman, running back. Mm-hmm. They have Matt Ryan, mm-hmm. one of the highest paid players at his positions. They have Hooper at tight end, mm-hmm. and they can't move the ball. They can't run it, they can't block, and they can't win because they can't win in the trenches. Well, they moved it yesterday, and they won yesterday. And a, in large what, part because they drafted that Lindstrom kid out of BC. He, he was and, hurt all year. And he's finally playing. Right, and McGarry's getting better. But, and you got Pete, two rookies playing okay. on the right side. I agree with you. I agree with you. Pete, I watched McGarry. And, who'd they play yesterday? He's not good. Carolina. He's not good right now. Carolina. And by the way, Carolina can't stop anybody. They're terrible. They can't stop anybody. What is the Falcons' record? Bad. Not good, Coach. 4-9. 4-9. Yeah. So 4-9 with all the investment in the skill positions. Can't win. But they invested in the line last year. It's not just investing. It's investing in the right guys. Right. But it's tough when you lose the guy you draft in the first round and then you lose him. That's hard. Oh, I'm not, say- I'm not, I'm not being critical. I'm just uh, – my point is I'm not saying they're not trying to do it. But where have they invested their draft picks and their collateral lately until last year? Correct. Now, <laughs> well, Jake Matthews was a first-round pick. I'm fine. And Lindstrom helps them. If they get the offensive line figured out, they have some, they're have they very little on defense as well, Pete. You know that. They have a little, def- they have yep. a little defensive line. They can't stop. They can't hold up. And my whole point, I'm not being overly critical of the Falcons or anything else. I'm just trying to make the point where everyone starts talking about all these skill guys. And I want good skill guys. But if you don't have big people, you can't win this you cannot win in this league. It's been proven year in and year out. It's a fact. Look at ball look at Baltimore's line. Stanley and Brown are good at tackles. You know Yonda's good. Yonda's a stud. The, the, Bozeman's playing well at left guard as a as a kid out of Alabama. And and then they got a second a backup center who's playing now. And go look at those big defense alignment in the interior. It's hard right. to run against them. Right. Pierce and Williams. It's tough. All right, you done, Tony? I'm done. Okay, let's get my rant is over, but that's what has to be. That's what has to happen, in my opinion. Let's get to social media questions, and uh, we've got some good ones again today. Of course, at John Big Ga is uh, Tony Baselli going to coach O line in 2020? Can Prisco take an advisory role in the front office? Jaguars, we need some milk. I don't know what that means, but um... no, I will not be coaching the offensive line in 2020. And no, Pete will not be in the advisory role as well. I don't know. I think I've been offered that job. No, one's, to, no, I, no, one's, offered you no one's offered you that job. You'd be surprised. I know for a fact if Tom Coughlin is <laughs> in the role he is in, he is not <laughs> inviting Pete Briscoe in. He's not making that decision. I'm oh. taking his job. So you've talked to Shad. I've talked to I'm, – I'm taking over for Tom. In case anybody's wondering. Oh my God! Wow. No, I will not be drafting a running back fourth overall ever. I guess I got to get my resume warmed up to go look for mm-hmm. someone because I can't be around Pete that much. One time a week already. It's, it's a lot. Apparently, we need some milk as a meme. I'm told. I don't know what that means. All right, let's move on. At Samuel of Duval, I don't know who would make a worse GM between Prisco and Baselli. Prisco's team would consist of an undrafted running back and a statue of a quarterback, while Baselli would field a team consisting of first-round linemen the likes of Luke Jokel and Zane Beatles. 
That's not really a question. That's a statement. So you basically just and also up. Zane Beatles wasn't a first round pick. Yeah, he was a bad free agent. Yeah, sign. Like, first of all, this is. I think why, the point was Tony would draft him in the first round. No, I wouldn't. I'd, that's stupid. Why would you put that up there? That's not a question. That's a cheap shot that makes no sense and is not accurate. Prisco's part is probably. No, I don't think Pete wants a statue of a quarterback. No, I don't. I want a guy who can move. But I, I would I take uh, I, I take Mahomes. He can move. Yeah, I mean that's a dumb. That's dumb. Next but question. I would, I would have an undrafted. I, I, not an undrafted, but my running back would come in the third round. Third round? Yeah. I'm not drafted. I, I certainly wouldn't draft him in the first round. Look at, look, at the, look, at the guy, look at the guys who got paid and drafted in the first round. David Johnson? Zeke Elliott? Zeke Elliott. Melvin I mean, Gordon. David Johnson wasn't a first rounder, I don't think, Pete. No, but he got paid is what I'm saying. I know. He wasn't a first rounder, though. No, but I'm saying the guys who got drafted in the first round and or got paid. That's not what you said, but that's fine. That's what I said. Let's, no, let's move ahead here. Uh, at Kelsey Joanne 88 Tony, in your opinion, if you were Shad Khan, would you clean house now? Not asking what you think will happen, asking what you personally think should happen. Like right now, no, I would not. I, I see no purpose of making a change with three weeks in the season left. Other than getting a jump start, start on the process. You're gonna, but Pete, you're gonna have plenty of time as soon as the season's over to get a jump shot, a jump start on the process. And there's rules of who you can interview, anyways, when teams are they in the playoffs. You can't interview them, but you can get going on it. Okay, <laughs> everybody's going on it, anyways, is what you're saying. Yeah, it's like just because you haven't made changes doesn't mean you can't start preparing for what you're gonna do. Here's a, here's a question I have, and I'm not a Twitter guy, but I want to ask Tony this: Would Ron Rivera be on your radar? Sure, absolutely. He's two-time coach of the year, took a team to the Super Bowl. Yeah, See, definitely. I, 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 I think Ron would be a great hire for whoever gets him. I definitely. My one to, question I, I, would be, who's your coordinator? I definitely want to interview him. Who's your offensive coordinator? Sure. I mean, by the way, that's a question I'd ask any. But 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 that, isn't that an important one for a defensive coach? I think I mean, I personally think that's a, an important posi- uh, question for any head coach you're interviewing is who are your coordinators? Because those are key roles in the organization. But a defensive-minded coach, you want to know who the offensive coach is because you want to see what kind of style he's going to play. Sure. And what do you got to do at quarterback and other positions and all that? How are you going to play offense? It's kind of important. No, Last no, I checked. No less important if you hire an offensive coach is who's your defensive coordinator going to be. Defense, yes. So, Tony, you don't think the Redskins and the Panthers right now have a little edge on the Jaguars? No, who I don't. Have opted? You don't. Okay. Don't. Next question at no toes down. Are there any position groups we can be optimistic about going into the offseason? The only one I see is defensive end, and that's only if we keep in Gakwe. I think I think DJ Chark has been a bright spot. That's one receiver. Yeah, but group though, group. That's one receiver, about. Tony. Um. Okay. I mean, no defensive ends. It if Ngakwe's on the team. So let's if Ngakwe's on the team, not on the team. There's no position. Okay. I, I I don't know if I agree with that. Well, go we'll, we'll the position. Pick another quarterback. One. No, running back. Maybe running back because if you, you got if you, Armstead. If you're gonna, and if you're going to run the right style of offense, I think at running back right. you're fine. I think uh, listen. Back. I think if uh, you have Chark and uh, are you so all of a sudden Westbrook, Pete, you're done with Westbrook. He can't be a good number three no. slot receiver. 
No, but you need another guy so you don't feel great about the group. Well, you need another defensive end, too. We got two. You need a big end. Man, crickets. It's not well, a good. I mean, not good. Not well, you good. need a big end in the style of defense they're playing now, but you don't need. I mean, you can get by with with two passing ends if you have two big guys in the middle. Okay. It means there's some work to be done in the off season. Well, I mean, on that defensive really, line. that's okay. I don't know. great insight, JP. That's what I'm saying. It's a lot to deal. On your team. Say what? Who's the big end on your team when you were good? Uh, we we had Smangy, we had Logman, we had Brackens. They're had not three... big ends. They're not big ends. They were they were not big ends. No, but the style. Ends, no, the style. But the style. Yeah, but Smangy was two hundred and seventy pounds, sixty five pounds. He was a big dude. He could hold the point with the tight end over there. But you're talking like when you talk big end in their defense, you're talking about Clay's. I'm just talking about close side end. And I guess you know, Josh, I mean, Josh Allen's big enough; he could do it. All right. All right. Uh, final question. Uh, Mr. Sack Ray, in 25 years, this franchise has seen little success. What is the root cause? I feel like we talk about things on the surface, but we can never pinpoint the root of the problem. Small market problems? Why can't we seem to get the right people on and off the field to bring success? Um, I don't think small market has anything to do with it. I mean, Green Bay is a smaller market, and they're pretty successful. Um, it's drafting. Re- I mean, lay it out there. It's I mean, drafting. at the end of the day, it's about it's about the leadership and draft and building the right, getting the right pieces, the right Jimmys and Joes on the field, and then coaching them up and having them execute. That's. I mean, look, Tony. I always go back to your draft, your draft. Okay. Yep. You had <clears throat> extra picks in the draft, and this is a perfect taste illustration of what happens when you miss on draft picks. You big hit. James Stewart, solid hit. Not a great hit, solid hit. DeMarco, whiff. Schwartz ended up being a whiff. Because he got hurt. And and here's the one. Chris Hudson was a miss. So what do they do when they miss Chris Hudson? They come back two years later, and they take Mike Logan. What happens when they miss Mike Logan? They have to use a first-round pick in 98 on Donovan Darius. There's where all the problems come into play for a franchise. When you miss drafting, you try and compensate at a, either at a later draft or through free agency, and it comes back to bite you to behind. Who is the best – or what are some – give us some of the best organizations at drafting right now. And they all miss. I think the Ravens have had great drafts over the years. The Ravens okay. have – that's all, the Ravens have traditionally been one of those teams where I'll let my free agent go because I got a guy over here I can get. Yeah, I can put him in, you know, like they let Suggs go, and now Judon is having a great year. They just know how to replace. That's what good, good organizations do. They replace. Just right the- now, is there any replace? I mean, Herndon's playing because he had to. But is there a replace guy in the on the on the field on defense right now? A replace? No, no. And the Steelers are have historically been great at drafting yes. as well. Yes. How about the Seahawks lately? Over the their run over the last. I decade? mean, mo- and I, I don't know. I can't go through the whole roster, but a lot of the Seahawks good players are guys they've drafted. I mean, they traded for Dwayne Brown, the left tackle. I mean, Clowney's there now. And Clowney, they got on the trade, yeah. but it was the greatest trade ever. 
but the, but the but the good Seahawks teams were built on the draft through the draft. Right. I think that was my point. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. Like Sherman and and. Uh, but even and, if you look at them now, their their best players: Russell Wilson drafted. Their two backs drafted. Bobby Wagner drafted. KJ Wright. I think he was a draft. Um, they're he was. Good, he was. Uh, they're a good corner right now. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, his bro- twin brothers on the team. I can't even think. Oh, of Griffin. Name. Uh, he's a draft pick. But uh, I mean, like here, here's their draft. Been traded for Diggs. Just for example, 2010. Okun, who started, Earl Thomas, Golden Tate, Cam Chancellor. That's four guys in that draft. Then you come back and you get KG, KJ Wright in the fourth round, Richard Sherman in the fifth. Malcolm Smith, remember he was a Super Bowl MVP. Yes. Yeah. Uh, in the seventh, then he come back the next year. Bruce Irvin didn't quite work out, but wasn't awful. Bobby Wagner, Russell Wilson, Jake, and then Sweezy came in the seventh round. Then he come back the next year. They blew it that year because they got Kristen, Kristen Michael. Remember he was a bust. But they get Luke Wilson, Spencer Ware, who end up playing a league. You come back, you get Paul Richardson, Justin Britt, Cassius Marsh, which isn't great, and then Frank Clark, Tyler Lockett. Mark Lewinsky, who's now starting in, in Indianapolis. So their drafts, Fetty, Reed, Vinette, uh, Quentin Jefferson. I mean, they get guys that play. So I was right. It, I mean, that's the, the bottom I mean, line. I was but right. here's the other thing, though. If they don't get Russell Wilson, they, get, they don't get – if they don't hit him in the third round, it's still, they're still floundering. Yeah. Let's, but the bottom – I honest. mean, if you go through – I mean, we could do this all night. But if you go through most of the teams that are in the division lead or are fighting for the wild card, let's just do the division leaders or the best teams. The 49ers, it's built through the draft. They traded for Jimmy G, but most of their guys are draft picks. Um, they did some, they did some uh, free agents. But the majority of their base is, is the draft. If you you look right, at right, like okay, let's go through Bosa. The big these are guys contributing this year. Bosa, Samuel. I mentioned Greenlaw. He was a fifth round pick. Uh, then you get McGlinchey, first round pick. Pat Warner, third round pick. Uh, DJ. I mean, these guys are all later picks. Then you get to the next. Solomon Thomas was a miss as a first round pick. He's a miss. Reuben Foster is a miss. But what happened to him? That's why. But then they get Henderson in the third round. They get Kittle in the fifth round of that same draft. Then DJ Jones, who starts on the nose, came in the sixth. So they missed the first two. They had two first-round picks. Think about that for a second, Tony. Two first-round picks that year. Miss on Thomas. Miss on Foster. But they get starting corner in Witherspoon, the best tight end in the NFL right now in Kittle, and DJ Jones is their starting nose in the sixth round. That's how you compensate and make up for it. That's why your team's good. I mean, the Saints are no different. The Saints is, you know, obviously Drew Brees was a free agent, but the Saints have drafted, they draft a lot of good players. Green Bay. I mean, and so the draft, you like free agency is important is to fill a couple, like just bits and pieces, but the team, the good teams are built through the draft. It's the bottom line. You're going to have misses. Everyone misses, but you have to have a lot, you have to have more hits than misses. And that's not happening. And, How many misses and- is too? Go ahead, Pete. And the 49ers did draft a running back in the top 10. Mm. Pete, Thanks, Pete. Pete loves going back to that. That's his go. That is literally his, like, trump card. Okay, I don't have well, a great I mean, hand, I, but I, here I, it is. They and drafted I, a- and I, applaud, I applaud Leonard Fournette for what he's done and how he's changed, but it's just the value of the position. You just don't take that there. How many misses is too many misses? Oh, I don't know if there's a number. There's one person that would know that. The owner of the team. Right? I'm a- 
Well, at the end of How the day, yeah. Well, right well, now, can't. no, it's, I mean, right now it's, I mean, I still think the way it's where we sit today is it's the valuation of, of Tom. I mean, Tom's the one who evaluate, is going to evaluate all that until further notice. I mean, but as we sit today. You yeah, but, to, so you, basically the way you're talking, he's evaluating himself because he's drafted him. Yeah, I guess you're right. I can't evaluate yourself. Okay, Vaselli, based on your evaluation of your effort in this radio show, are you I think oh A plus, A plus. I'm an A plus. Yeah. Never and miss. Me and, JP, and me and JP, who are really doing the evaluation, might give you a C plus, maybe something. No, oh, boy, no. it'd be lower than that, Pete. I'm not. I mean, you're grading on <laughs> a curve JP over going here. All in on him. Oof, that hurts. Wow. D, D, D. No, D he's plus. never a D. We're but you understand what, you're, what I'm saying, Tony? How could Tommy do the critiquing of the draft when he did it? Let's go to break. <laughs> oh, now you want to go to break. <laughs> now you want to go. Let's go to break. Uh, back in a moment. AFC South. Well, doesn't really matter for the Jags anymore. We'll go over the division anyway. And it's going to be tight at the top. Very tight. Really tight. Doesn't get tighter than this. We'll... Break it all down when we come back. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly. It's fourth and goal. Jacksonville and St. Augustine drivers are going for huge savings. It's the fourth quarter year-end sales drive at Jack Hanania Chevy Buick GMC. Get in the game and save with year-end closeout pricing on all remaining 2019s and 2018. All backed by our exclusive lifetime warranty and one-year complimentary maintenance. Rush to Jack Hanania Chevy Buick GMC. Online at JackHananiaChevrolet.com or JackHananiaBuickGMC.com. Take home a delicious game day win with free delivery from Mellow Mushroom, powered by DoorDash. Their signature stone-baked pizzas, sandwiches, and Mellow Munchies are the perfect play to score big with your family and friends. Order online at order.mellowmushroom.com and don't forget to follow on Facebook where the Roar of the Jaguars will make a special delivery to one lucky fan during every away game. Place your order today and get the taste that's deliciously Duval. Did you hear? The last two years, the Jaguars returned a punt for a touchdown, earning local families $100,000 towards a DreamFinders home. Lauren Brooks here, letting you know that could be you this season. Visit any DreamFinders Homes model and register to win the Take It to the House promotion for your chance at scoring $100,000 towards your DreamFinders home. DreamFinders Homes, homes built to fit your lifestyle. At ViStar, we believe in better, better convenience, so members can bank any way they want, whether it's at a branch, on a mobile device, or at one of more than 20,000 fee-free ATMs across North America. We believe that people have better things to do with their time. If you believe that convenience is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. 
There's a new player in town. Leica Mobile is the official mobile network provider of the Jaguars. With prepaid phone plans starting at only $19 per month, you can enjoy unlimited nationwide talk, text, and data, even unlimited international calls to more than 70 destinations. Make the call and switch to Leica Mobile today. For a limited time, participate in a sweepstakes to win free Jaguars tickets or the grand prize flying on the Jaguars team charter to Atlanta for the Falcons game December 22nd. For the official sweepstakes rules, terms, and conditions, visit jaguars.com slash Welcome back, Jack. The coverages and, and you know those busted, busted things, and you know those are the guys that we have, and you know we've got to do a better job. Like I said, I mean it's it's a little bit on both now. You can't just say. You know, it's just the, the players, it's us as coaches too. So, you know, we try to put them in good position. We work on things during the week. But, um, you know, if you don't have that performance on the field, that's a reflection on everyone. Sorry, Doug. I interrupted Doug Marone there. Jaguars head that coach. That was embarrassing. Jaguars head coach. That's why you get a D minus. Whoa. Wow. You're throwing out grades now. How about that? That's Tony Baselli. You Jake started the grades. You, you threw the grades no, out Pete, first. Pete started it. Okay. He gave you too high. Yeah, but I gave I gave him a C plus. You said way low. I said D plus. I said D plus. You said C plus. At least it's not an F. But look, look at the bright side, Baselli. You did what you wanted to do. You danced around the question when I asked you the question. <laughs> you deflected. He's a deflector. Certainly is. He deflects. I bull rushed him, and he did what he did to plenty of defensive ends. He threw me to the side and didn't answer my question. <laughs> Well, what's the answer then? What what, what what was the question again? Shouldn't Coughlin be held? Who's he critiquing? He should be held accountable, but for all his picks, he's the one who made them. You agree? Yes, absolutely, he okay. should be. Okay. Hmm. What well, what would you say, Pete? Just out of curiosity, and none of us really know. If you took all your draft picks, what should be your hit rate over, you know, a six-year period? Well, you, you should hit on if say you have six first round picks in that no, no, period. No, no, don't we're talking about for, just first overall, through seventh first round. Seven. No, 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 I'm going to say if you hit six, if you have six round picks, you got to hit on five of them. Uh, no, oh, first round picks. Okay, but get, okay. Just, okay. Try okay. To okay. Second round picks. Okay, because it's different variables. You're not going to hit on all your seven. You got if you hit one seventh round pick in that six years, you should do cartwheels. If you hit, so let's just say five of six first round picks. Four of the six second-round picks, three of the six third-round picks, two fours, and then one all the way through. If you do that, you're having a good. You're, you're drafted well. Okay. Hmm. Wouldn't you agree? Isn't that a good formula? Sure, I, I guess. Where do you think this team is, Pete? Okay, go through their draft picks. They haven't hit on five of the six first-round picks. Well, okay, go through. Read the first round gonna, picks real right, quick. First we'll round do this picks. quickly. Last uh, last year, Josh Allen. Hit. Taven Bryan. Okay, keep going. Leonard Fournette. I think Leonard's a hit. I know you don't like it. I know. It's, it's, not a, it's not a hit based on the value. The okay, fine. It's not, not a hit at four. Okay. Jalen Ramsey. At 24, it's a hit. At four, it's not a hit. Okay. Ramsey. Hit. Fowler. Jalen Ramsey's a hit. Is it? He's not on the roster. It was no, the right pick. It's the right pick. He's a good player. I'm, okay, just go. Fowler. No. Bortles. No. Jokel. No. 
Hell okay, so no. how many of that? That's what? How many draft picks? That's, that's two out of seven, two, isn't it? Two out of seven. You can't. Two out of seven, Pete says is a hit. Okay, let's go to the second round. Oh, gosh. Okay, it's going to be a while. Let's no, we'll just, we'll just no, do no, the no, first no, two. No, this, is good. This, is good. this is good to hear. I like to hear this myself. Jawan Taylor. Hit. Yes. DJ Chark. Hit. Yes. Cam Robinson. No. Okay, keep going. Miles Jack. No. TJ Yeldon. Hell no. Marquise Lee. No. Well, I think he, if he wouldn't He's have gotten hurt. Fact, it's hard to fact that in because of the injury, but the answer is no. Well, okay. I would say I, I'm going to give Marquise a yes. Mm. You signed him to a second deal. No, it's a no, Tony. Okay. He's not. A, he hasn't been a contributor for okay, the second round. John, Jonathan like Cyprian. No. Allen Robinson. So that, Oh, yeah, that was another second-round pick. Allen Robinson, yes. Yes. Well, no, he's not on the roster, but so no. it's two. That's two out of eight. Because if you hit them, they should still be on the roster. This is not a good ratio so far. Two out of eight. Should we do the third round, Pete? Yeah, let's do the third round. Gosh, okay. Uh, Josh I bet Al they make the ratio here. I bet they get three of these. Josh Oliver, Josh Oliver and Quincy Williams. Too early. Ronnie Harrison. No. Dwan Smoot. No. Yannick Ngakwe. Yes. AJ Can. Yes. They've re-signed him. Started, yeah, he started the most games, right? And, yes. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Linder. Yes. Yes. Dwayne Gratz. No. So that's three out of six. So they've been okay in the third round. 50%. You want to do fourth? <laughs> Although AJ, AJ is a starter, but he's not good you want to do you want to do the fourth round they pick? yeah him. i do i do okay. <laughs> let's just go through the fourth and then we'll call it here no fourth round pick this year uh last year it would have been will richardson jr to be determined dd westbrook in 17 uh, yes. he starts so i'd say yes sheldon day well he's playing on another team but no james sample heck <laughs> no <laughs> Aaron Colvin. No. I, you didn't resign him because you couldn't afford him. He was a good player. I think he's a hit. He went to, he went to Houston and got benched. All right. I'm, 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 I'm giving him a hit. Go ahead. Wow. Uh, Ace Sanders. No. That's the fourth rounders. There you have it. So no. that's, that's two out of six with the one you under. Him, you gave him Colvin. He's not on the roster, so it's not a hit. That's two out of six with an undetermined in Will Richardson. Wow. Not good. Not good. Not good. Um, we could play this game all night. Let's just uh, move, move along to the AFC South. Let's uh, start with the results from yesterday around the division. The Broncos beat the Texans. Watson's day, a couple of interceptions, had a couple of touchdown runs. But Drew Locke looking good for Denver. That's the bigger news in that game. Uh, the Texans lost, though, combined with the Titans' win over the Raiders means there's a tie for first place in the division, and those two teams will play each other twice over the last three weeks of the season head-to-head. -head. That is a bad loss for the uh, for the Texans. A bad loss. And Terrible. I didn't see the game. Is Drew Locke the real deal, Pete? Yeah, man, he can, you, he can spin it. You know he can. I mean, and he plays with an attitude. And so, you know, here's a question. If you're the Jaguars, would you rather have Drew Locke and not have Nick Foles? Damn right. 
No, the question would be, do you want Drew Locke and not Jawan Taylor? Because that's where you'd have to draft him. He was a second but you, rounder. You, but if you hadn't signed Nick Foles, you might have been in a position where you decided he was going to take Drew Locke. No, I understand that. But would you take Drew Locke instead of Jawan Taylor right now? Yes. Hey, are we ever going to circle back, by the way, on the whole, would you take Jameis Winston or Nick Foles? You said Foles. Yeah, well, we, over, we, yeah. we forgot that. I, last I was week. We forgot that. Although, I mean, what a bad loss by Indy too, because Jameis Winston threw three picks, three picks for four hundred something yards and three touchdowns. Too. Well, actually, actually, he threw four touchdowns because one was a pick six to Darius Leonard. Yeah, he's got as many t- interceptions as he does touchdown passes. Twenty-three, twenty-three. But would he's still take, better. No, than let me ask no, you: actually, Would you take twenty-three, twenty-three? Right, now. he has twenty-five. Touchdowns, 23 interceptions. He's better than Nick Foles. He threw for 456 yesterday. Are they going to sign him, Pete? I mean, you're almost damned if you do and damned if you don't, right? I think I'd franchise him one more year. Probably. It's expensive, though. Uh, quick AFC South power rankings. Not that it matters for the Jags anymore. The, in my well, book, Jaguars at the bottom. Way t- at the bottom. Titans are at number one. Texans are number yeah. two. Colts are three. And Jags are four. Yeah, I agree 100%. All right, the Titans are going to win the division. They are. Ryan huh? Tannehill is playing good football, which goes back to you could have gotten him a lot cheaper than Nick Foles. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, touch the rest of the I games. Mean, I mean, you know, you got to throw them all out there, don't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll uh, look around the NFL when we come back. This is Jaguars Happy Hour <laughs> on the Jaguars Digital Network. Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly. Proven IT implements a strategic game plan designed to streamline your business for maximum results. Make the winning choice with the official business systems partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Proven IT. Proven IT's technology experts use a customized approach to understand how to design, implement, and monitor solutions that optimize your business. Proven IT provides managed network services, document management solutions, office technology, voice and data solutions, and more. Visit ProvenIT.com to see how they can streamline your business. Proven IT, transforming workplace productivity. How would you like to see your child roaming the same field as our Jacksonville Jaguars? Well, you can if your child is selected as Daly's kickoff kid. One Daly's kickoff kid is chosen before every Jaguars home game to run onto the field and retrieve the tee after the Jaguars kickoff. Your child will also be on the field for the game's official coin toss. Winners receive four club seats, pregame field passes, an autographed Jaguars football, and lots of awesome treats from Daly's. Register your child today at jaguars.com forward slash Daly's KOK. You've reached the Rookie Support Hotline. This is Peyton Manning. Your commitment to keeping Sunday laundry-free is truly inspiring, and Tide is committed to your commitment. You're making the world a better place for our rookies one week at a time. They grow up so fast. Remember, there are plenty of other days of the week, and Tide is America's number one detergent for all of them. If it's laundry night, it's got to be Tide. 
There's a new player in town. Leica Mobile is the official mobile network provider of the Jaguars. With prepaid phone plans starting at only $19 per month, you can enjoy unlimited nationwide talk, text, and data, even unlimited international calls to more than 70 destinations. Make the call and switch to Leica Mobile today. For a limited time, participate in a sweepstakes to win free Jaguars tickets or the grand prize, flying on the Jaguars team charter to Atlanta for the Falcons game December 22nd. For the official sweepstakes rules, terms, and conditions, visit jaguars.com slash Leica Mobile. Okay, so we're here to see who's going to go for the win. First off, Molly took it to the next level with the chairs and the coolers. Here comes Emma, bringing it with those killer boots and that portable grill. Oh my, I think she's going for it. Um, Mom, I think the hot dogs are on fire. Hold on, honey. Ladies, where did you go to get ready for the game? Steinmart. Visit any one of our six locations in Jacksonville for all your tailgating needs as we proudly support the Jaguars this season. Steinmart. Saving is a beautiful thing. We're back, Jaguars Happy Hour. J.P. Shadrick, Tony Vaselli. Pete Prisco rehashing the Jags' loss to the Chargers, 45-10. The Jags are 4-9. and nine. They've dropped five in a row, and they haven't been close in any of the five. You know, Pete, we were talking during the break, and and the, going back to the social media question is, like, how did you get here and what do we do? And we just did these rankings. And if you go just, just take the first rounders, is there's only one first rounder out of – Seven. Seven. Well, really two, because I, I know you think Leonard Fournette's the wrong guy because of the value. But I gave them in our thing, going two or seven. You took off Leonard, I gave them Jalen. But the whole point is that's four or five starters or three to five starters that you should have on your team right now that are productive, high-end players that you don't have. And when you lose that, it is really hard. And then when you look at the second rounders, I mean, that's, that's the core of your guys who make a difference on Sunday. And that's, and that's huge. It's hard to win games. Well, and the other thing, Tony, is when they're high first-round picks, it's even worse. Well, because you're so, expecting those guys to be Pro Bowl players. They've all been high first-round right. picks. Everyone but Taylor. Right. Yes. Right. So that, there's, there's your whip. Uh, Bortles, whiff. Fowler, high pick, whiff. I mean, it just whiffs. And if you're going to go and, and you go back to Leonard, who's having a very good year, and let's take Pete's opinion off the board that you don't pick a running back that high. If you pick him that high, well, then you have to build your offense based on the style of runner he is, which has not happened. I mean, much like, no. I mean, you look at uh, Carolina. They took uh, McCaffrey, what, 10 or 9, 10, 11, whatever he was. 10, in that, 10. In that area. And the offense is built around what he does well. Inside, outside zone, use him out of the backfield as a receiver, get the ball in his hands. I mean, that, they built the offense around him and gave the personnel to do it. And so... It, let me ask you this, Tony. Is Leonard now a better receiver than he is runner? No. I, I, listen, I think... Le He's caught the most balls on this team this year. Which is, a lot of them are, I mean, his yards per attempt or yards per catch is he's, not very He's good. got more than Chark. Not yards per catch. No, I'm just it. saying more catches. Yeah, I know he does. Yes. Um, I still say Leonard Fournette, as a gap runner, is a good running back. 
if you want to say we're going to be a gap team, we're going to counter, we're going to get, we're going to run power, we're going to run what I would call base, whatever you want, where it's getting a bunch of double teams, and you know, and letting him pick the whole type of deal. Like he's like he's a physical guy. He's not going to make you miss. He's not a great jump cut guy. He's a, he's his go to move is the spin. I mean, but he's downhill north and south guy, and like he's effective. Like Henry, like Henry. Henry can Henry has great feet. Henry is a jump cut. Henry has a good jump cut. He can run inside zone. He's effective at that. Uh, like, but you have to build that. Like, you have just to decide that's what we're going to be. Then we have to build it like that. We're going to play all our play action pass, and all that stuff's going to be off the power and counter stuff we we do. But then you have to have big people. You have to have big tight ends. You have to have big physical offensive line. You have to fullback things we've said all night. And so I, like, I would not pick a back number four either, Pete. But like, if you want to be fair to Leonard, like he's having a productive year. He's a good player. Yeah. No, he's hey, done a good. I'm I'm giving him credit for what he's done. I and I think right now uh, he's one of those guys that's turned things around. Credit to him. It's just the value of the position isn't there for me. And I don't think he's the type of back in the NFL that, that you know, makes people miss. And it's an air game now. you got to make people miss. Let's touch on some of the games around the league yesterday. Falcons over the Panthers, 40-20. to The Ravens looking good again, 24-17 over the Bills. Um, the Browns beat the Bengals, 27-19. And then Baker Mayfield talking about the training staff after the game. With what did Odell, he say? Odell Beckham. Um, they were asking him about what was it, Pete? About Odell Beckham, and he said yeah, there was some he, problems he, in the he's training room earlier. Playing through his fourth hernia, and uh, he's going to have to have surgery. And so he took a little shot at the training staff. Let me let me say something about the the Ravens, can I? Yes. They at some point he's going to have to start completing passes to the wide receivers. I'm sorry, he's just going to have to. And the Bills did an outstanding job on Lamar Jackson yesterday. I don't know if you guys saw any bits and pieces of that. He didn't throw the ball very well. He had one you know, busted coverage for 60 yards. Other than that, he, I think he was under, he had like 75 yards passing and he didn't run that well. So if I play the Ravens, I'm daring him to, I'm taking away the middle of the field. I'm daring him to throw the receivers and I'm not letting him run. Hand it off to Mark Ingram. I'm stopping that running game. I'm going to take my chances with it. Eventually that's going to catch up with them. Well, now listen, the bills are a good defense. Correct. Uh, they can run. Sean McDermott and Leslie Frazier are both good defensive minds. I mean, they've, they've got good personnel, and they did a good job. That's a good football team, the Buffalo Bills. They might end up winning the AFC East because right now the Patriots are just scrambling to figure out how to score points. Now, that Patriot Chief game, they did, how are they cheating? You didn't see the story today that they were uh, the oh, Bengals they accused were them. Not. They're not Film filming the Bengals. Who it. needs to film the Bengals? <laughs> right. That would be like filming the Jaguars. <laughs> Enough. <laughs> But I'll say this, that Patriot defense is good. They did a good job against the Chiefs' offense. All right. Yeah, um, the offense is bad. Yeah, it is. It is time now for Monday Night Football. After a few weeks of great matchups, we're back to the horrible, underachieving NFC East with Daniel Jones injured. Here comes Eli Manning off the bench at quarterback for the 2-10 and 10 New York football Giants. They're headed to South Philly to face the underachieving 5-7 and seven Philadelphia Eagles who could to overtake the horrible first-place Dallas Cowboys down the stretch. Yuck. Who you got tonight? Well, they can't overtake them this week because even if they win, they have the same record, but they already lost to the Cowboys once. They they, they match up or meet up uh, week 16. 
that, that's why I said down yeah, the stretch. Yeah, down the stretch. I know. I'm Thank just saying, you. just letting people know. Thank you. Down the stretch yeah. means down the stretch. Well, the way yeah, you said it. But the Eagles, could, the Eagles have the Giants and Redskins in consecutive weeks before that. It's uh, it's a bad division. It's we've had so many good Monday night games uh, as of late. I guess we we're due a stinker. Uh, I think the Eagles win pretty easily. I think it's going to be high score. And Eli Manning back in the saddle. It's a swan song the next couple weeks. I, I think you see a lot of points, but I think the Eagles win it too. All right, boys. Oh, uh, by the way, we never talked after last week's Monday night game when Pete said that the Rams were going to beat the Ravens. <laughs> and I picked the Ravens. That wasn't last week. That was close, Pete. You were almost there. They only lost by five touchdowns. That wasn't last week. Okay, two weeks, two ago. weeks ago. No, that was two weeks ago. They lost by eight touchdowns. Good call, Pete. That's why you're an expert picker. I'm sure CBS is proud to have you. <laughs> they are. Wow. <laughs> Pete Briscoe, Tony Vaselli. I'm JP Shadrick. We'll talk to you next time. Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network.